When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're listening to Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim which happens to be two years old. So we're coming at you with a special celebration episode where we're going to unpack about what we do, who we are, what's next, and our achievements and personal reflections over the last two years. I'm Timmy Fland, movie buff. And I'm Lee Livingstone, entertainment journalist. And usually we love talking about movies, but we're going to be talking about ourselves in this episode, which is a bit different, isn't it? It is. It's a bit scary. Um, they grow up so fast, don't they, Tim? <laughs> Podcasts, they grow up so fast. And Popcorn Podcast is now two years old. Extraordinary. I mean, I can't believe we haven't done an episode like this before. We haven't. It's taken us two years. We've just been working so damn hard on this thing. So damn hard bringing you honest reviews every week uh, in the new release cinema window. But uh, yeah, we're just taking a moment to reflect and just to kind of lift the curtain on who we are, what we're about, Mm. what we've been really excited that we've achieved over the last couple of years and maybe tease or discuss open up the floor to what might be next for us as a podcast. Exactly. Now, if you're just joining us two years into our podcast (laughs) journey, what is Popcorn Podcast? Popcorn Podcast 
is a way to celebrate the joy that movies bring into our lives. Would you agree, Tim? Absolutely. We're cinema-focused, meaning that we cover mainly new cinema releases. And why is that, do you think, Tim? Well, because we want to be relevant Mm -hmm. and also challenged to continue to pump out content that you need then and there to help you make a decision about what films to see. because movies are damn expensive. They are damn expensive. It's such a privilege to go to the cinema, isn't it? We just really wanted to provide that specific offering to our listeners, as you said, to help them make informed choices about what to see at the movies. Now, obviously, we had to change tactic during Mm. 2020 because of COVID. We still focused on new movies, but it was the movies that would have been in cinemas that went to streaming services. Yeah, like the the, the buzzword of 2020 was pivot. And I'm not referring to, <laughs> to in Friends. Pivot. 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 Where they're moving the couch up the stairs. <laughs> but yeah, no, but we still focused on bringing, you know, all the latest big news trailers uh, and exclusive interviews even mm. up against it like everyone was last year. And why do we love movies, Tim? We always say... There's nothing like the excitement of sitting in a darkened cinema waiting for a movie to start, that goosebump-inducing feeling. It's an escape and I just love the fresh possibility that you're about to be transported to another world and you could be seeing something spectacular. And I hope that in some small way we share that experience that we have about the stories and the characters and the experiences that creatives all around the world pull together a stunning Mm. film or not so stunning film and that we try and make sense of it for you and to have that open dialogue about the universal joy of cinema. Yeah, and movies can help us to better understand our own lives, can't they? And the lives of those around us. It's a way to relate to others. Movies just bring us closer together and make us expand our minds, I guess, by thinking about issues or things that you wouldn't normally think about. Yeah, you know, relating to certain situations. Mm. Like there's so much power, profound power in understanding what a character might be going through. Yeah. But then also broadening your horizons where you mightn't have a shared experience about what's happening in the movie, but developing your own empathy uh, with that and then paying that forward in your own life when you identify an experience someone's going through and help them if you're able to. So I don't know, cinema is just so powerful and that was a little bit deep. But anyway, I mean... No, that was very well said, Tim. (laughs) Our tagline is bite-sized, Moorish and just a little salty. So we always try to keep episodes to around under 30 minutes. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I guess the purpose of our podcast is to make it accessible and maybe your commute to work, be it from the bed to the couch that was in 2020 (laughs) or if you're back in the office in the CBD, you know, that 20, 30, 40 minute trip into the city on the train, let us whisper into your ears about cinema. I thought you were going to do some whispering then. What is it? ASMR? Yeah. Oh God. You'd be great at that. You have a great voice for that. Oh, it's your gear, Lee, that makes me sound good. I've also been told I have a phone sex voice. Oh my god! <laughs> is that where? Is that what's next for Popcorn Podcast? <laughs> I mean, we're not there yet in our in our run sheet. You're listening to Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim. Oh my god! Okay, our next episode. You're introing it like that. What? It'll it'll probably be a really like unsuitable film to yeah. do that. Oh, dear. oh, God. So, who are we, Tim? <laughs> who who the, are you? Who the bloody hell are you? Yeah, exactly. Who are you, Tim Ifland? Tell Look, people about yourself. I am what you'd 
maybe call movie mad. Uh, my first cinema experience was sitting in the front row watching The Lion King mm-hmm. back in 1994. I was with my siblings, my cousins in Miranda Cinemas in Sydney. Mm. Uh, and down the front row there was never an enjoyable experience. You have a crook neck, but, you know, I was, mm. you know, quite young, so I don't. I didn't have to go to the Cairo after. And The Lord of the Rings, it just opened my eyes to the power of moving magic. Yeah. Oh, Lord um, of the Rings, one of my favourites too. I saw it 13 times just in the cinema. That is insane. Wow. In a good way. Oh, absolutely. I've seen it <laughs> 5 million times since, but 13 at the cinema, that just would have been unreal. Yeah. So I guess you could say movies really have been an integral part of my life. I love exploring all film genres and I'm unafraid to give my honest, unfiltered opinion. A reference to the salty banter bit that you mentioned Mm -hmm. before. So when the opportunity to partner with Lee came about on a movie podcast, I jumped at the chance. And I'm keen to hear how you kind of develop that uh, in a little moment with the story behind the Launch of Popcorn podcast. But my dad used to say to me often... He used to say, imagine if you knew your schoolwork as well as you know movies, Tim, and no true words have been spoken. You kind of referenced early, Lee, that there really is no greater joy um, than the shared cinema experience, and I might throw in the smell of popcorn in there as well. All the laughs, cries, screams of an audience is what I really, really long for, and cinema carries so much power in telling stories and making us all feel something. So well said, Tim. How about you, Lee? Who are you? Well... I'm a freelance journalist who works in not just entertainment, but I spend a lot of my time there. I work in a lot of different areas in the media industry for different publications, covering topics like travel, parenting, lifestyle, news. But my heart always lies in film and Mm. television. So that's where most of my bread and butter comes from. And over the years, I've become more knowledgeable through doing the podcast and through work. I can't recall years and numbers quite like you can. It always blows my mind that you can pull a release date off the top of your head and you're always right. I'm always like, fact check that, Tim, and you're always correct. Um, but I'm pretty great with uh, reciting names and movie quotes. Pronouncing names. I'm always passing the buck to Lee when there might oh. be a list of really challenging names to pronounce in a cast. No, I don't think I pronounce them correctly. Well, I mean, look, we do edit the podcast, so we do have a few goes at it. <laughs> <laughs> you may think that we get it first go, but yeah, smoke tr- and mirrors. We try really hard to get it right. We do, we do. We do, yeah. And why did I start the podcast, Tim? Mm. I mean, I think it's what we've already covered is that the joy of cinema is so profound and powerful. And in my line of work, I don't always get to cover what I would like. And the podcast is the perfect way to just really dig deep into movies. And as you said earlier, help people to make an informed choice on Mm. what to see and getting to do that for the bulk of my full-time working day is just a joy, an absolute joy. So why wouldn't you want to do what makes you happy? Well, that's exactly what I thought and felt when you Mm. asked me. And two I, years ago. And I didn't want to do it by myself. I mean, podcasts are a growing industry in Australia particularly. So there was a bit of that forethought in there that podcast was the way to go to mm. stretch some new skills and um, and be able to get this content to people in the most efficient way through their ear holes. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't always have time to sit down and read an article or read a story. And as much as I love writing – yeah, it's just more efficient, isn't it? Just to listen to it while you're doing something else. Well, absolutely. And that's how accessible podcasts are. 
Yeah. It's a way to just, you know, you can be doing anything and, and listen to a podcast and we hope that we can uh, fit into your busy lives to help mm-hmm. you make an informed decision like you said. For me, like in joining you, I didn't have to think about it very much at all, mm. like barely. I mean, I talk about movies all the time anyway, so you may as well put a microphone in front of me and put me on record. Yeah. And two years later, <laughs> we haven't been cancelled yet. Um, so. And you were, you know, near the top of the list of my choices. No, I'm kidding. Did you just say near? I'm kidding. You were the only choice, Tim. You were the first person I thought of. And I'm so glad you said yes, because I don't know what I would have done if you hadn't. I wouldn't be doing it by myself, I don't think. Could you imagine trying to have a conversation? With yourself? <laughs> with would you Would you do voices and characters? Yeah, that could be fun. Maybe we'll do that. What's next? We're going to have some caricatures of ourselves yeah. join the podcast. What I'd also like to just mm. give some more context in what our relationship is. Yes. Is how we met. It's a good story. Like we didn't meet two years ago. We we were friends. I meant to ask you this before we started. But mm. How many years ago was it? 20 plus years? Oh, it was 2004. Did you check it out? Did you? Or are you just, just pulling rem- that off the top of your head again? I just remember. And I know I'm right. <laughs> It was 2004 because I worked at McDonald's. Lee was my manager uh, and I was flipping burgers out the back. Yeah, I cut my teeth. That was my first job. And then I was there for 12 months and then I went to work for a cinema chain in Australia called Great Union, which is now called Event Cinemas. And I had Mm. that job for about five years. It was my year 12 job. Mm. So I was was in year 12 when I was in 2005. That's why I remember. And um, and all, all through uni. And gee, it was the... Best environment to be for a movie buff, heck, yeah, working in a cinema. Yeah. So that was, we met 17 years ago then now, ish. Oh my God. I know that makes me feel so old. But I mean. I was a very young manager. Can I just point that out? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that old. <laughs> oh, what a different time it was. But I guess uh, s- social media was on the up and up. You had MySpace mm. at the time, you know, Facebook mm. was just around the corner, I think. And Instagram was well after that. But Lee and I stayed in touch. Yeah. Over the years, we both like worked overseas, lived overseas, had all those experiences, mm. uh, got married and all that not sort of stuff. Not to each other. Not to each other. Well, people might wonder that, but no, yeah. not to each other. Yeah. I don't think people wonder for long. I'm very gay. So. <laughs> <laughs> married to a man. Yeah. And we stayed in touch through our mutual love mm. and affiliation with films. And that's yeah. how we constantly dipped in and out of conversation, sharing our experiences and what our thoughts were in films. And, yeah. you know, all these years later, heck, here we are. Yeah, doing it for a full-time job. And a little bit, sorry, a little bit more about me. You kind of uh, gave Mm. uh, your career. I just kind of talk about me and how I associate with films. But I'm also in the same like world as Lee professionally in the media industry in Australia. I work in television. So I'm covering all bases going from like Mm. television in my nine to five, Monday to Friday, and then uh, trading it in for, for cinema in my spare and free time uh, for the podcast and just enjoyment of life. Yeah, I work in commercial partnerships so integrating brands into our reality tv content so i've got that commercial mindset it's a very different environment but it's very fulfilling and i work on some amazing shows like lego masters celebrity apprentice beauty and the geek things like Mm. that so but then going into cinema going into movie land movie world with you is is a massive escape and i just absolutely love it so we've kind of given you a bit more of an insight into who we are, mm. uh, what we're about, how we met, how it happened, what the podcast is about. If you're tuning in for the first time, welcome. Mm. Let's maybe delve into some personal reflections about the podcast. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there, Tim, when you said fulfilling. Mm. 
doing the podcast is very creatively and personally fulfilling. It's a lot of hard work though. So yeah. my reflection over the last two years has been a roller coaster of emotions, really. Mostly good, well, all good. Sometimes challenging, trying to fit it in during your spare time, as you mm. said. And when you work full time, you don't always have that spare time. And it's only in recent sort of months that I've been able to shift some things around and focus mm. on the podcast a little bit more intensely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, yeah, prioritising that work-life balance sort of thing and, yeah, full-time job. Yeah. So, you know, I'm out of action for most of the week, but... We definitely do it for the love of it, don't we? Uh, uh, absolutely. And love is the headline of why we do this for sure. Mm. For me, it's like it, it really is an escape. So when I like close one laptop and open another, it's not going from one job to a next. It's going from yeah. a job to something that I just love. And, and I found that as a real escape. And especially last year when COVID hit, it filled a huge void because we couldn't really do anything else. So I'm really glad that I had the podcast to lean into and, and use my time and distract me from a very confusing uh, mm. time in our history uh, as, a, as a world. Yeah, and it, it really is such a privilege being able to go to the cinema every week. It really is incredible. Yeah. And being able to see movies early as well. We get a little bit of a sneak peek through the generosity of the local distributors. Mm. Thank you very much to all of you. But yeah, when I say a roller coaster, I mean, mm. you go back to 2019 when we started this. Okay, so a lot of podcasts did start during COVID. We yes. started before then, we definitely, did. as more of a side project, I yeah. guess, in 2019. It really was part time and just when we could get to it. And then 2020 hit. And that's kind of when we went full force with it. Yeah, we did. Ironically, when it was the worst time to do that. Yeah, you would think so on, on paper. Yeah. Yeah. But it went really well. We saw majority of our growth in 2020 mm. up against it. And I think that just further cements the idea that people need movies. Mm. They needed that escape more than ever yes. during 2020. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we were so happy to be able to provide that and talk movies with people. And it was just a great time to connect with that community of movie lovers and the podcast community, which is been amazing to be a part of yeah absolutely I, I also think that um you know after we celebrated our first year uh, there was just a lot of drive more drive behind us I think mm. and even encouraging each other to develop and learn new skills mm. you know I, I, I edit the podcast that's kind of like my yeah my job it's something that I did not know how to do before it's something I did struggle with at the beginning uh, if you go back a couple of years. And it's something I'm very grateful that you do now <laughs> because it is not my favourite thing to do either. But yeah, I, I, it, it, challenged, it challenges me and I really like that. And once you get over the hump and you really find your groove with something, then it's so rewarding Yeah, and it's less and less like a task. It's just something you need to do for an outcome mm. uh, in delivering our content to you guys and um, – yeah, I've yeah. really, really loved learning new skills. The challenges within the podcast that we've, you know, I say challenges and I don't mean that in a negative way at all. Mm. It's been very positive challenges, but they've changed throughout the years, haven't they? So in yeah. 2019, it was very much getting it up and running and learning the skills that we needed to, to be mm. able to get this content out and, and make it what we wanted it to be. Yeah. And then in 2020, it was the challenges of COVID and how do we deliver to our audience in a world that is just constantly evolving and changing and the industry is so uncertain. It was really uncertain. And now that we're starting to see things 
bounce back in the media industry. The next challenge is where do we go from here? Yeah, exactly. Well, just to elaborate on what's next, Mm. I think continuing to bring you unfiltered, honest reviews to help you decide what to see in cinemas or on streaming platforms, which is literally our mission statement, I guess, Mm. to continue to do that consistently and well, hopefully. Hopefully. (laughs) And there are some really exciting things in the works, aren't there? But we can't reveal all of them at the moment, unfortunately. Yeah, we're working on a couple of projects and partnerships that are in development. but um, We are no spoiler, though. We've got to stick to the no spoiler. Yeah, I love that. See, consistency, (laughs) consistency. And what um, Lee has interviewed some incredible people over the last couple of years, directors, actors, Mm. and I've been lucky enough to uh, throw myself into the ring where I could. So we, we really want to bring you more interviews with celebrities, uh, with directors, producers. Mm. Um, that is something that's really, really exciting uh, and adds a little bit of light and shade to our to our yeah. content as well. I mean, the reason I became a journalist in the first place was A, to be able to write. It's what I love and it's what I'm good at. But B, was to be able to talk to creatives who are mm. as passionate about movies as I am. And I love that. There's nothing as invigorating or as inspiring as seeing someone and talking to someone who loves what they do in any industry. And that's Mm. one of the reasons why I became a journalist. It's a very strong one and I've been doing it for years. And now to be able to interview people like Florian Zeller, Mm. the Oscar winner, which we did recently. I mean, just to be able to continue to do that on our own terms is amazing. Yeah, and to say it's for Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim. That's how you've landed these interviews. It's because of what we do yeah. um, for the podcast and for you, our listeners. And that's yeah. pretty fucking exciting. It is really exciting. And we just love being able to give you a look behind the scenes of these films and, mm. and see what goes into making them because there's a lot of hard work that goes on behind the scenes. I mean, it's very easy to just sit here and tear a movie to shreds. And that's that's what we've actively tried to avoid doing. We don't like doing that because there is always something to celebrate about a movie, there's always something you can take from, even if it is just the hard work that people put into it, mm. as has been the case in some movies. Yeah. <laughs> no. But we're here for the positive joy of cinema, aren't we? We're not here to tear it down. And that's what I really do admire about your approach to how you review films. Rightfully, you need to call a spade a spade sometimes when mm. a piece of cinema doesn't you know, meet your expectations. I maybe need to take a leaf out of your book there. I don't get enjoyment about tearing movies apart, but I just, I guess it comes with my passion and that I something's in my head and I yeah. need to really like dig deep and try and understand why they made that choice and that it was wrong. I'm going to say it. But yeah. yeah. But that's what we love about you, Tim. We love your unfiltered opinions. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, dear. I like to play devil's advocate because I do recognise that people put so much hard work into these films. Mm. And sometimes my favourite episodes, I don't know about you listening at home or on the move, is when we do actually disagree and we bring a unique perspective where you can review a film that's five popcorn kernels and I can review it two and a half. And it's like, how do we unpack this? How did you get there and how did I get there? I think that's really exciting. That's what I love about what we do. We've had some incredible achievements over the last couple of years, haven't we, Tim? Yeah, we really have. Let's it's toot our own horn, shall we? Toot our own horn. It's our podcast. We can do what we want. Yeah. <laughs> Bear with us. It won't be too long. One of the big ones was making it to episode 100. 
Mm. Our first 100 episodes. And that was with Penguin Bloom, the Australian film starring Naomi Watts. Yes, and directed by Glendon Ivan, who Lee interviewed. You can check yep. out that interview on our YouTube channel and also the podcast platform that you get your content from. We also hit a milestone of over 10,000 listens of our episodes, which was, yeah, pretty extraordinary. Yeah, that was amazing when it happened. Yeah, those those donuts, those zero, zero, zeros that popped <laughs> up. So uh, thank you for listening, everyone. Yes, absolutely. And um. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's really humbling that so many people want to listen to us mm. and um, and take whatever they want to take out of it. Uh, it's yeah, really humbling. One of the big achievements for me, Tim, was as I've mentioned, I'm no stranger to uh, interviewing creatives and attending film junkets. But recently, I got to have you beside me for the first time, attending yeah. a junket with me, which was for Mortal Kombat. Yeah, which was amazing. We interviewed Sissy Stringer, Josh Lawson, the director Simon McCoy, and the producer E. Bennett Walsh, mm. and it was just extremely fun. It was a really fun junket, a really fun interview, and it's one of the goals that I had held personally for a long time for the podcast was ha- being able to have you there with me and work as a team. That ha- probably has to be one of my favorite moments. Yeah, like personally as well as professionally with you in what we're doing and delivering every week. But you know, I grew up watching television where journalists would interview that actor, that director, and mm. I just loved that insight. I'm I was a massive nerd with behind the scenes footage and how they made yep. things, all that stuff. I just want to know everything about how they create a piece of cinema. And now you can see behind the curtain. Yeah, and I was in that seat. Yeah. I was like, whoa, what the hell? This is um, a pipe dream that is no more. So I can't wait to do that more with you. I loved being able to see that through your eyes as well because, you know, having been in this industry for more than a decade now, I did become quite used to doing it, to doing the job yeah, and, you know, turning up and trying to do my job well, obviously, but just it became second nature to me. And then COVID hit and I hadn't done it for a long time. We you know, this was also the first face-to-face interview that we've been able to do yeah. since before COVID. Yeah. So there was that level of excitement too. But yeah, being able to see it through your eyes, it was like being a tourist in my own city. It was great. <laughs> well, I had a great mentor and support person uh, in you to kind of, um, yeah, get me, get me in that mindset that everything's going to be okay. And we were prepared. We were excited. We had the right amount of energy yep. and we had very receptive interviews. With, yeah. with Simon McCoy, E. Bennett Walsh, we had Josh Lawson, CC Stringer. Could not have asked for a better experience uh, at that press junket. Straight out of the gate, you <laughs> rocked it. <laughs> now, uh, we've also put our videos up on YouTube, mm. our interviews. So that's another element that we've recently started doing. Yeah. And one of the first few interviews that we did, which was with Rebecca Hall and Kaylee Hottle from Godzilla vs. Kong, yeah. reached more than 100,000 views in the first two weeks. Yeah. Like less than two weeks. Yeah. And the and YouTube was something we only launched in January of this year, of 2021. Yeah. So a really new venture, a new avenue that we thought, let's just put our audiograms mm. up there that promote our, you know, sound bites for episodes. And we had all this video mm. content. Uh, yeah. What the hell? How yeah. exciting. So, so exciting. And can you t- tell our listeners the story behind those Godzilla vs. Kong interviews? Oh, gosh, yes. Okay, so in my line of work, I'm no stranger to having to do interviews at odd times in odd places. As a freelancer, I'm living that nomadic 
mm. lifestyle and it's fun most of the time but sometimes when they tell you that the interview is going to be at 3am <laughs> and then you realise that you're going to be in the middle of nowhere on a camping trip, you start to panic a little bit. Just a little bit. Really unique situation to find yourself in. And look, I didn't have to do it. I could have turned the opportunity down. But, I mean, we really wanted to bring this to our listeners. Mm. And so I made it work. I don't know how I made it work. I, but I, uh, I, the place I was staying at was Turon Gates in uh, rural New South Wales. And the owner of that property was generous enough to let me into their event space, which mm. is basically a tent yeah. With some beautiful lights. Gorgeous. And give me access to his satellite internet. <laughs> Sounds like it's from a movie. Yeah. Satellite internet. Satellite internet. And yeah, and I got up at 2am out of my tent, trudged up <laughs> the hill in the dark. In the freezing cold. Yep. It was raining. It wasn't great. And did the interview and it was fantastic. It was a really great experience. Um, But yeah, it wasn't. This is, this is what goes into bringing you these interviews, people. So I hope you appreciate that. <laughs> I sure they do. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that was just such a great story. I love that and I just ad- admire yeah. your tenacity and, and drive. And, I mean, we love doing that because putting these videos on YouTube brings our listeners more from behind the scenes, more of that content that they love. Yeah, absolutely. I want to unpack who you are, our audience, Mm. Uh, in terms of like where in the world are you from? Our audience is 64% Australian with the majority of uh, our other worldwide listeners coming from the US, the UK and New Zealand. But shout out to all those who listen in countries and continents such as Nepal, South America, Africa, France, Canada, the Netherlands, Indonesia, Spain, Austria, the Philippines, Mexico, and Hong Kong. The list goes on. There's a lot of movie lovers out there, isn't there? Thank you for listening. Yes, thank you. You in all these places or some of them or another one. And it just goes to show, again, the universality of film. Yes. And how it brings people together. Yeah. Oh, love it. Love it. We want to thank our listeners. Yes. For coming on this journey with us. Thank you very, very much. But I also want to thank my wonderful husband, Willie Christian, for supporting me emotionally and sometimes financially because it's not particularly lucrative bringing you this content, <laughs> but it takes a lot of time and attention to run, which we have said we love doing and we do it for the love of it. Yeah. I also like to shout out my husband, Josh, mm-hmm. as well. Uh, some of you might know, Josh does a lot of incredible work in the shadows to help and support Lee and I, not only emotionally, but like getting stuff out. Mm. He works on our audiograms way back when he did edit a couple of episodes, but um, we've taken that mantle. He edits our celebrity interviews, which are, which are on Mm. YouTube and he built our website and has contributed to some social media template content that we, that we pump out every week. So he's a bit of a whiz on a computer. So we literally couldn't deliver a lot of stuff without his support as well. And I also want to send a special thanks to the growing popcorn podcast team, which is Josh at Mark enterprises who runs our website. Basically he just keeps it going. And our podcast coordinator who's come on board recently, Tessa Delfonso, who just is my right hand woman. And I, could not do what I do without her. Bow down. I love yeah. your memes, girl. She's our memes, girl. <laughs> it's so right. funny. So yeah, I hope you yeah. like those. I also want to thank the friends and family who have supported us by listening, sharing and joining in the conversation and just indulging us when we talk about films endlessly. Because I demand it anyway. So yeah. if it comes organically, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I want to thank you, Lee. Aww. 
And it's almost like, where do I begin? Because I just feel so honoured and privileged that you asked me to be a part of this podcast. And I still can't get my head around the fact that we've been doing this for two years now uh, and talking about it right now. What a ride it's been. And I'm in awe of your drive, your intelligence, experience, your goddamn hustle, my goodness, Um, (laughs) creative ideas and dedication of this venture. And I cannot wait to celebrate more milestones with you. Thank you, Tim, and thank you for joining me on this journey. I mean, as I said, there was no one else that would have fit as well as you did and I'm just amazed, constantly amazed by your knowledge of films and your love for film and your support of me as well when I start to go, oh, it's too much, I can't give up, I need help. (laughs) But also I'd really like to listen to – a podcast where you do characters in different voices. Oh, like God, maybe you no. could try and fool our, fool our listeners. If I can't make an episode, <laughs> you can pretend to be me. <laughs> I don't think I can get deep enough for your voice. But, mm. I mean, have we not learned that lesson when I tried to do Mira from <laughs> from Justice League? <laughs> yes. Oi, governor. Where's Oi, me Aquaman? Governor. Uh, you, you mentioned <laughs> earlier about um, the podcast community that we're being yes. a part of. So, you know, we, we were really lucky to – uh, be invited uh, to guest star on an American pop culture podcast called Zero Dark Nerdy. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Brian and the team there. Uh, they interviewed us. We had a lot of fun and, mm. and we are planning on more guest spots on other movie podcasts that we love very soon. Yes. So keep an eye out. Yes. So thank you so much to those podcasters that we've met along the way and those who inspire us by doing what they love, mm. which is um, I want to shout out from first to last podcast, the commentary booth for your reference podcast. And the Oscar does not go to podcast. That's a great one. I love that one. Um, and Double Impact, which is all about retro films. It's really cool. Oh, I just I, I love being a part of this community. Mm. And everyone's got their own little corner of the room that they just have a passion about to bring a new unique perspective to the mm. one universal thing, which is cinema. Yeah. Uh, we've all got a voice and it's great that that they get to share it, that we all get to share it. There is room and love for all. <laughs> wow, Tim, that felt like a two-year-long episode. No, <laughs> <laughs> it certainly was jam-packed. And yeah, thanks for indulging us in reflecting yeah. um, and getting to know us, I guess. So yeah, we're inviting you into our worlds and our lives a little bit more and it's mm. such a privilege to do that. Yeah, this has been wonderful. I've really liked, I've really liked this. Thank you so much for listening, guys, and thank you for your support. And we will catch you next time. If you enjoy our episodes, head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. While you're there, we would love you to rate us and leave a review. You can also find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Alexa, and where all good podcasts are found. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.